up, beautiful humans? My name is Morgan, and I'm your podcast host. I'm a talk therapist by training and a practicing spiritual entrepreneur. I specialize in Reiki, tarot, and past life regression. In this podcast, I integrate both clinical and spiritual perspectives to best support you on your healing journey. Welcome to The Clinical Spiritualist. Hi, Lily. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Let's start with your name, your pronouns, and a little bit about you and your business. Yeah, sure. So my name is Lily Celeste. My pronouns are she, her, and I help queer women manifest better relationships with other people and themselves. And I do that mainly through, I like to call it my three secret weapons. So one of those is manifestation and teaching manifestation in a super practical and simple way. Mm. Um, Also mindset work and of course, some self-empowerment work as well. Cool. I have to say, I have not seen a coach like that's um, your specific niche. Like I really feel like you're very unique um, which I love, like, Thank I'm like, you. that's so tailored to a population and, and what you want to teach them. Um, I think it's really neat. Thank you. I mean, as like, I've been coaching for three years now and I've gone through like many different niches. Mm. Um, and it was only last year that I started focusing on relationships and that wasn't like specifically queer relationships. Um, but only like relatively recently have I like focused it in on specifically queer relationships um because I just want to help a community that I'm part of and Mm. I think that for ages I felt quite restrictive as a coach and I think a lot of coaches can relate where trying to kind of copy what other people are doing and trying to find a way to fit into that space by like just doing what other people are doing um and then I just had that realization of fuck it, like it's pride now. We want to like wave all of the like gay flags around and just serve my community in the best possible way that I can. I love that. And also happy pride month. <laughs> happy pride month. <laughs> hey. Are you doing it? Are you doing anything special for pride month? Do you know what? I never do. Um, I grew up in Brighton, which is like the gay capital of the UK um and pride used to be like a really fun like celebration there and then it just got like bigger and bigger and more like commercialized and just like not the vibe um and since I moved out of Brighton I've lived like quite a few different places but I just I haven't found that like community pride that like I would want Mm -hmm. and I did go to Southampton pride once which kind of had a little bit of that like nice community feel, but I just don't feel connected to the like the whole celebration. I'd rather just celebrate it like I love I that. Like it's just a month just to be extra gay. <laughs> like, <laughs> <and just own> it. <laughs> I love that. I love that people 
you know, you, you can celebrate pride however you want to. You don't have to be on the streets wearing the flags. You can be, mm-hmm. you know, at home drinking your cup of coffee. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so today we're talking about manifestation and yeah. I, I want to share a little bit about what I know and kind of where I'm at. So mm-hmm. when we thought about, when we talked about collabing together, I'm like, I mean, I'm just intrigued to hear what you have to say, um, because I don't fully understand manifesting and like, I, there's a lot of confusing shit out there about it. I don't blame you. (laughs) Yeah. And I do it. And it's, it's not really out of like fear or like, I think I should, but it's like, okay, like people that I trust are saying that it's helpful. So I'm going to really try, really try my hardest. And so like, I'll write affirmations, I'll do vision boards. I'll like do it with the new moon or like when astrologers, when astrologers are like, okay, it's time to manifest. Um, you know, I do like visualization, but it just sometimes feels like, what am I actually doing? Like what's actually going on? So, um, Mm -hmm. I would love for you to break down, like, in your own words and your own experience and feel free to bring in your stories. If you'd like to, what is manifestation and how does it work? No, that's a big question. Okay. So first of all, everything you just said, I've heard so many times and you're not alone. And I'm sure like people listening, like probably have the same thoughts as well with manifestation. I think it gets a bit of a bad like ramp. And I think that there's just a lot of mixed messages and like confusing messages and a lot of it can be quite like woo woo and like gatekeepy and Mm. that's one of my missions as a coach that uses manifestation is that like I just want to make it as accessible and as practical as possible because the best way that I can describe what manifestation is is firstly it's happening whether you're conscious of it or not Mm. so even if you don't understand it even if you don't believe in it, it's still happening. It's just a fundamental law of the universe. And I think when people think of manifestation and laws of the universe, they think of law of attraction, first of all. And that seems to be like the one that just is is everywhere and the one that like most people know. But for me, what helped me understand on like a scientific level what manifestation is, is looking at the law of vibration which basically just means that everything on like a microscopic level is vibrating so everything is in movement Mm. and even something that looks static like the chair and the desk I'm sat now on a microscopic level that is moving particles Mm. and we're the same our bodies are made of moving particles and the difference is is that everything is moving at a different frequency. So the law of attraction basically means like attracts like, so one frequency attracts the same frequency. So if something is vibrating within you, so emotions are vibrations. So the emotion of love has a certain frequency. And that is going to attract things that are on that same frequency. So love in other people, love in the universe, whatever Mm. that is. So does that make, like, does that help you understand, like, 
yeah in like a scientific way like what law of attraction and like manifestation kind of means because yeah. I think like like you the things that you were saying I've heard so many times and it kind of frustrates me sometimes in a way that um when people say that they've struggled manifesting or they don't understand or like they can't do it and my answer is always it is happening anyway yeah. it's just it's a law of the universe and you're not doing anything wrong um but the key is to use it with intention mm. so it's not actually manifestation you're learning or manifestation i'm teaching because it's already happening mm. i will i teach people how to use manifestation with intention so instead of just being on autopilot and giving off a frequency that is attracting that same frequency back without really having any kind of understanding of what that is once you get intentional and you're like okay this is how i set my frequency my like inner world to actually be an energetic match to the things that i want to see in my outer world mm. Yeah, I've I've never heard that. Like it's it's already happening whether you're like conscious of it or not, which I think when you said that, like it takes some it's like, whoo, <laughs> okay. Mm, pressure off, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it feels like, okay, if I'm not manifesting when the when you know the pe- people on the internet tell me to, then I'm not gonna get the thing that I desire. So if I'm not on that certain day, making that vision board, speaking my affirmations, then I'm not going to, you know, be financially stable eventually, you know? Mm-hmm. And you can't have a sad day because sad days attract more sad days. Like, yeah, there's a lot of like toxic messages in yes. like, the world of manifestation. Um, and yeah, it's, it's funny to me because, and again, the, one of the reasons I want to like, do this work in a way that's so practical is just like stop listening to all of these things that try and make you become this weird like superhuman spiritual like person when that's not who we're meant to be Mm. we are just humans vibrating in a world that is vibrating and like along the way we've worked out that like our outer world is a reflection of our inner world and yes there are so many things that we can do that we can change in our inner world so that our outer world is a better experience or an experience that like we desire personally Mm. but it doesn't mean that you have to ignore the fact that you are a human being but you're not going to want to visualize every single minute of every day Mm -hmm. that you know the spiritual community is going to come down on you if you haven't done your vision board that month or like like me I'm open about the fact that I take antidepressants and like I have endometriosis and like a lot of the days out of the month I feel like complete shit Mm -hmm. but I still manage to use manifestation in a way that works for me where I don't feel pressured to be every morning, be like, right, we've got to be on it today, Lily. Otherwise our life's going to fall apart. If we don't manifest like the best possible life today is yeah. We can't expect ourselves to be superhuman. It's just totally unrealistic and not what manifestation is about for me at all. Yeah. Yeah. I, 
you spoke to a lot of great things. There definitely is a lot of fear mongering, um, you know, spiritual bypassing, like you can't have these low vibrational feelings. And you spoke to something very beautifully at the end of the day, we're humans. And that's why we're here is we're supposed to be like humans who were, who have flawed, horrible experiences. Like sometimes we just feel Mm -hmm. like shit and, you know, I catch myself doing it where I'm like, feeling bad and going on the shame spiral for not feeling, you know, always happy and uplifted and like, okay, well, I've done, yeah, high vibe. (laughs) I've like went on a walk. I've, you know, done yoga. I drink water. Why am I feeling so down? And it's like, well, that is the human experience sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's funny. We never question why am I feeling so good? Like it's always when we're feeling like shit, it's like, why am I feeling like shit? I need to get, I need to clear this. I need to get to the root of it. And when we're feeling good, we never question like, why am I feeling so good? What has happened that means I feel this way? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's like we should be treating all emotions the same. If you're gonna, you know, investigate why you're feeling shit, investigate why you're feeling good. And maybe that might help you like feel good mm. more and more. Or if you don't want to do that at all, just accept like all emotions just as they are. They're just energy in motion in your body. They don't mean anything. Like going back to what we were saying earlier, they're just vibrations with different frequencies in your body. And Mm -hmm. you don't have to like label them to mean like anything other than this is my human experience. Cool. This is what we're dealing with today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before we move on to like your own personal experiences with manifestation, I really want to speak to something that I think is very important. And I would like to hear your thoughts as well. But, um, you know, I, I try to put disclaimers on the spiritual and services I offer of like, we can't tarot our way out of, um, systemic oppression. We can't manifest our way out of, you know, that white people have privilege, like, just recognizing that manifesting can help, but it also, it can't take away like systemic issues that are really kind of out of our control. I would like for you to to speak to that. What are your thoughts? Yeah, totally. I mean, firstly, like the same as we have a human experience, we also have a global experience. Mm. And, you know, that is something where so much of it we cannot control. The only thing that we have control of is ourselves. And if we end up influencing the global experience, fucking awesome. But not everyone is on this planet to be that person. Mm. So it's my like personal belief that like everyone here has their own journey. And I'm so grateful for the people that their journey is to be that spokesperson, to give back, to Mm -hmm. be like a voice that is like manifesting for a better world for everybody so Mm -hmm. I believe there's something you know to be said about a collective consciousness that like Mm -hmm. we're not all like individuals so anyone who is like bettering their life or um, understanding themselves more and like teaching other people to understand themselves more that helps the global collective consciousness Mm -hmm. so it's not all like like a selfish work if that makes sense yeah um and what you said something um 
as well that I can't remember what I was going to respond to. Um, Yeah, so manifestation is a tool and like many tools and resources, they're not always going to be available to everybody in the same way. So absolutely, you have to understand and be responsible for your privilege that I have the insane privilege of being able to learn all of these things and help people learn these tools, but that doesn't like mean that everybody has access to the same same things that I have access to and kind of connecting to what I said earlier that's not really why everybody's here like who am I to say to anybody else you could be manifesting your best life right now like why are you not like it just doesn't make sense to me that's like that isn't necessarily their path at least not right now I don't know that I don't know anything that's true outside of my own head all yeah. I can do is just like do my thing and if I influence people along the way awesome yeah yeah it like there is a lot of toxic messages within the manifestation community and I do think that's definitely one of them that it comes across like very what's the word that you said like you have to accept your ableist it comes across really really ableist. yeah that's a great word yeah that you can't yeah you can't um demean people for not like taking control of their lives and like manifesting like their best selves like Mm -hmm. those tools aren't always accessible like and not only the tools like physical tools but also mental tools yeah like not everybody like has access to like the neuropathways that you need to actually fundamentally understand those things and Mm -hmm. that doesn't make you any less or any more from anybody else yeah yeah it that pisses me off like yeah because like as someone who's so passionate about spirituality and manifestation like it's hard sometimes especially as a white person and like an able-bodied person and a very like privileged person to have gone through all the education that I have and have the time to like do all this like research that I like I don't want to be contributing to this message but I have to take responsibility for the fact that I am in this space I do contribute to that message but that's why it's important for me to say like the truth on these things because it's like I can't be a part of the problem and not say anything like I have to own it but also address like these are red flags and just don't give your money to people who are saying that they can turn your life around yeah you know if you do things their way yeah I I hear you um yeah I feel like being in the therapy world being in a spiritual space like you're right like naturally I am part of the problem um and unfortunately that's where we're at and also I can do it as ethically as as I can. So that, yeah, I really love that like nuanced feeling that like, yeah, I'm, I'm in this collective weird space. Um, 
but I, I can try to do my best and research and um, advocate for, for everyone. Wow. Yeah. You've, mm. you've given and that's all you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Mm. Um, I would love to hear, obviously I'm a sucker for queer love. So <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've seen, um, I think a reel of yours where you were talking about manifesting your partner. So anything that you want to share about your personal life and that you feel comfortable um, in regard to manifesting would be awesome. Mm. So I think like without kind of going like backtracking too far, um, I first kind of got into manifestation when I was in a job that I hated. I think a lot of people kind of can relate to just being in just corporate dystopia and you're in those four walls and you feel like nothing is outside of it. And I worked for a television company and you know, TV's meant to be entertaining, but everyone in that office felt like it was life or death. Um, you just get this really like warped perspective of the life that you're living. Mm. Um, and so that really pushed me into learning more about spirituality and about manifestation. And I started taking like little steps in, I started with my job. Um, I ignored relationships for like a while because that was like too big of a thing to handle. Just kept making those mistakes as I went along. Um, but once I kind of figured out that, okay, this is actually working like with my job, um, let's try. So the second thing I tried was manifesting a holiday. Um, and that was like a big one for me because that tied into the whole um like spiritual awakening I really wanted to go to Bali and like just do all of those like classic things <laughs> um and I had a massive fear of flying I had a huge fear of being on my own um and I was just like okay this is like I really feel like this is the next step is to do this like trip by myself and I'm just gonna manifest it in whatever way I can um so the series of events was I ended up like getting a freelance job back at like the corporate office that I'd left like a year before. Um, but as like a completely new like role, um, three times like the salary that I was working on, um, really short term contracts. I was like, boom, this is going to pay to Bali. Like, awesome. wow. Um, so I did that, had the best time. Um, I went away for like a month and I was in a relationship at the time. And while I was there and I was thinking, oh my God, so I've manifested so much in my career. I've like manifested this holiday and the life I'm going to go home to, the partner I'm going to come home to does not fit. Mm. Does not fit this like person I want to be and does not fit in this life I want to live now yeah. it was like I was being two completely different people in this relationship and out here on my own and that polarity just like slapped me in the face so like I'm on the other side of the world like fuck like everything has seemed so like I'm not going to say it's easy because it was like it was hard work but it was simple right um and when it came to like looking at my relationships, I was like, okay, fuck, like I can't ignore this anymore. Like I've up leveled so many things in my life. Um, and my relationship doesn't, it just doesn't fit. Right. 
So I remember coming back, flying back and um, she met me at the airport and like, she could just tell like something had changed. Um, and I couldn't like hide that at all. And um, I think it was, it was less than a month and like we'd broken up. And um, I really like said to myself, I am not going to put myself in this situation again. Like I'd had like a string of relationships that were just quite clearly like just never worked. I was always accepting way less than I like now I see like I deserved. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I was finally ready to kind of like confront it. And I'd learned so much about manifestation. I would put things to like to the test. Um, so I ended up putting together, like, I broke it down into six steps based on, like, the manifestations I'd done in my career and with um, the holiday. And I was like, okay, I'm going to put these six steps together. I'm going to be my own guinea pig. And I'm going to manifest a relationship that is, like, the best relationship I can possibly have. Mm. So, and, like, the six steps I now, like, teach to my clients but like it was funny at the time so I was like I've got no idea if this is gonna work like but I love structure and I love like having like something to kind of follow through and almost like tick off um so putting these six steps together was like really helpful for me so without like going into like massive detail of all the six steps um the first one is to be like super clear on what I wanted Mm. Um, and I actually worked with um, a coach to actually get to the bottom of what I wanted wow. because I, yeah, I, I love this story. Like I um, was working with my coach and she asked me to do this exercise where you write out everything that you desire in a relationship and you get to the bottom of the list and you read everything out and you say, you know, is there any reason that I would leave this relationship if it had all of those things and you keep on going until you say no there is no reason why I would leave and I looked at my list and I was like yeah there's no reason I'd leave if I had all of these things in the relationship and then I went home and looked at my list and I was like this perfectly describes my ex this perfectly describes a relationship that I've already been in Mm. where I clearly wasn't fucking happy So like, I'm ignoring something that I deeply desire. I'm not letting something in. Wow. So I went to my coach and I was like, I wrote out this list and I was so sure that this is everything that I could possibly want, but I've had all this and I wasn't happy. Like what's wrong with me? Yeah. (laughs) Um, And she was like, Lily, there's nothing wrong with you. (laughs) And she just said, you're not allowing yourself to want something and we worked together and yeah there was a missing piece that I just was like completely denying that I was allowed to have and once I discovered that I was like literally everything fell into place I was like how did I miss that (laughs) like how did I not notice that like I was denying myself like um something that was now is so important to me in a relationship um so once I had that I was like okay boom we're like we're on track so the first step was clarity the second step was to overcome any obstacles so 
So again, I worked with my coach on that. The third step is to become magnetic. So this is where like the manifestation comes in, where you have to be vibrating at the frequency of the thing that is that you want. So I was treating myself like a fucking queen. I was like doing everything that I would want them to do. I was waking up, like feeling how I would want to feel when that person was like laying beside me when we wake up together. I was fully like embodying that person that had it. And not only like does that obviously make you like an energetic match to like the thing that I really wanted, I was like, single life actually feels really fucking good. (laughs) Dating myself like feels great. I don't need someone. Uh And I really think like as soon as I tapped into like, I don't need someone. I was like, ah, so I'm allowed to want someone now. Oh, wow. So, like, that was, like, wow. mind, like, blowing moment, which, yeah, it felt amazing. Um, so, yeah, we did the clarity, we did the overcome obstacles, became magnetic, and then the next step was to take inspired action, and that's when I started dating. So, I had, like, put it off for a little while and um I was like no we've got I've got to stay true to my system mm-hmm. <laughs> um and dating just felt different like I used dating apps which I was quite skeptical of like before mm-hmm. and the matches I was making had like they were genuine connections and it didn't feel like gross anymore and like it really made me realize how much like your energy is so important to kind of calibrate before you use dating apps, Oof. before you go on dates. Because, like, if you're not in, like, the right frame of mind, like, you get some pretty grim experiences, right? Guilty, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you're going yeah. on there for desperation and avoidance, mm-hmm. you're not picking the mm-hmm. good ones. <laughs> no. Yeah, I think I learned that the hard way. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, like dating actually started to feel fun and I felt really empowered. And like, um, before I went on this journey, if anyone kind of gave me attention, like that would be enough. Like mm-hmm. I just, I didn't even think about if I liked them or not. If they liked me, that was good enough. Wow. And yeah. Yeah. It felt like so empowering to say, actually, I don't want to go on a second date. Like, I literally had never said that before this. Yeah. Like, I would go on a date if they wanted to and, like, not even think twice about it. Because I was like, oh, it's nice to be desired. Like, uh-huh. Even if they're a sack of shit. <laughs> right. Like, pay me attention, you sack of shit. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I'll take it. Oh, my God. But, yeah, like, that was another, like, mind-blowing moment of, like, I can say no like I can like reject people that don't align with me and what I want and I was so clear on what I wanted and I was like you don't like fulfill like this criteria that I have and it did just feel so much lighter which was not the experiences I'd had before Mm -hmm. um so there was only really like one person that I felt like I really like connected to. We've been on like a couple of dates and we'd had one like lined up and 
me and my friend, we found this like event going on, which was like a queer strip club, like event situation, like a one-off like party. Mm-hmm. And she's like super into that kind of vibe. I was super into that vibe. I was like, do you know what? We've never done anything like this before. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just go and see what the fuck happens. Um, the event just sounded awesome. Like it was super inclusive. Like there was going to be performers of, of like all different genders and like sizes and colors and like just just the most diverse and just juicy event ever. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, this is awesome. And I honestly wasn't even, I didn't have um, like meeting anyone on my mind because I was dating this other person. It was going quite well. Um, I just saw this like night out as just like friends night out. Let's just go and have fun, get a lap dance. Yeah. Know, go home, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how it was for like most of the night. And then my friend saw someone in the crowd and was just like, Lou, that is your type to a T. I just got a vibe. Like, go on. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I just did like, a, oh, I don't know. Like, I'm here, like, with you. Like, it's fine. Um, and she said, no, Lily, I'm going up to them. Like, I'm going to go and, like, see, like, what they think of you. And I'm like, I literally felt like I was at school again. Like, oh, this is uh-huh. so embarrassing. Um, so she went up to them and I could just see them talking in like the distance and I fully was just like shrinking into myself like this is so embarrassing (laughs) I feel so like I'd gone from like empowered living my best life to just completely like shrunk into myself um and then she came over with them and it was just this instant like I don't think I ever believed in like love at first sight and I really don't like want to pretend that's what it was but there was an instant connection and like an instant my whole nervous system relaxed wow um and I've never felt that before Mm. and we went outside and we talked like we'd known each other like forever it was just the most the easiest conversation the most instant like attraction and that was kind of like how it just went on from there like we lived in two like different cities and I thought that I wasn't going to be able to see him for like a month um but of course the universe has its way and like he ended up coming down like the following week and yeah like it's it's hard to even like recall like how it felt because it was just so everything else just stopped and it was just like me and them like a connection that I'd never experienced before Mm. and there were so many kind of things that could have been roadblocks that we worked through and our like communication is just like insane like the best like I didn't even think that that was possible in a relationship yeah. Um, and I did actually like look back at my like criteria. Um, I think it was a few months after we'd met. And yeah, literally every single one had manifested in this person and infinitely more. Mm. And um, I was like, okay, shit, this, this little formula I put together works. <laughs> Let's go wow. and try it with some other people. 
Um, and that's what I've been doing for the past year when I was, um, as I've been doing love coaching and relationship coaching, I've been teaching this formula and the success stories are just like astounding. Wow. And I see so much of like my own journey mm-hmm. in my clients' journeys as well. Mm-hmm. Um, having those like mic drop moments and like the, the mind blown moments. And the um, one of my clients the other day actually said that um, about they've never felt so like relaxed. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's exactly how I felt. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah by far this is like the best manifestation i've i've managed to achieve (laughs) thank you for sharing all of that that's beautiful that's such a beautiful story and actually as you were talking i was like whoa i think i accidentally did this with my with my (laughs) current partner because when i met her i was so burnt out i had just like went through so two years of dating of like just overall people who were not a match. And when I met her, mm-hmm. she was the first date I went on when I moved to a new city, second girl I'd ever um, went out with. And I was just burnt out. I was not really looking for a relationship. I was like, whatever. Like, I just want someone to hang out with. And then like, I met her and it was just easy. There was no mm-hmm. like, like she's never not texted me. She's never made me confused about our plans. Like, and we were seeing each other for a month and I'm like, you know, had a couple other little options lingering, but people that weren't consistent, people that weren't replying, people that ghosted. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I am not a ghoster. I am not someone who um, isn't intentional about my feelings or shares what I want. And I was just like, effort like let's let's just try and then from there like it literally our lives integrated and I didn't hang out with anybody else and she stopped mm-hmm. seeing people and um but just flowed yeah just flowed is is mm-hmm. and you said something that I also really felt was like I didn't know that this was possible <laughs> like mm-hmm. I didn't know this type mm-hmm. of relationship existed and it's not that you know, we're fairy tale and we don't fight. I mean, we have our issues. Um, but the difference is we're willing to work on it and do the inner work. And, um, I've just never experienced this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Your story really, your story really uh, reminded me of mine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I hear that a lot that like, you know, that, you don't like see that that's possible for you. And even when you see it happen with other people, like, so if I'm telling my story, you know, someone would say, oh, well, that's good for you, but like, that would never happen to me. Mm. Or like, you don't, you don't know, like the people I've dated, like that people in my area just like, aren't like that. And it's like, my heart goes out to them because one, that was me. And I think, you know that's most of us we can only see what's possible based on like what we've already experienced yeah and that's why like you have to do this work and I um use a lot of NLP on my clients which helps kind of literally like reprogram the mind so it accepts these new beliefs Mm. that that is possible um because 
the mind will like reject anything that's unfamiliar so if a stable and like healthy relationship is what you want but you've never experienced it that's not going to be familiar to you so your mind's like scary that's danger not familiar wow so you have to like teach your brain almost like it's safe for me to want this Mm. and it's possible for me to have this Mm. you know thank you for like trying to protect me but like I'm prepared to like deal with the consequences if it means I'm going to have a shot at like being with someone who like genuinely adores me and appreciates me. Yeah. And it can take like work to Mm. put that like thought in your mind until it like accepts it because it's been so used to protecting you from heartbreak, which I think everyone's afraid of heartbreak. Yeah. Yeah. And rightly so, like it's fucking horrible. Yeah, yes. Wow. <laughs> Not a fun experience. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for being here today and having this really important conversation. Me. I learned a lot. I mean, I really my mind I'm is so glad. My mind is kind of um thinking, okay, I want to try this thing, mm-hmm. I need to look into this. Um before Do you we have re- any more questions. I don't think so. I'm sure after reflection, I will have, um, some things I'm curious about still. Mm. Um, I do want to know how listeners can work with you. What do you offer? Mm. Anything like that? Mm. So the best way to find me is on Instagram. I'm at it's Lily Celeste. Um, and I do have highlights on there that tells you a little bit about what I'm offering at the moment. My business is in like a huge like reshift at the minute and I'm working on loads of new self-paced courses which will hopefully be more accessible to people who can't necessarily either afford or want to work with me Mm one-on-one. For personal reasons I'm doing fewer one-on-ones anyway so um, it feels like the perfect time to be offering self-paced courses. And I am in like the kind of building and research stage as well. So you might see over on my Instagram, if you come and join me over there, that I'm asking a lot of questions about what it is that you might want or need from a course that potentially could help you manifest better relationships. Mm. Um, Because I want to make sure that what I'm creating is actually like solving all the problems that you will have. Um, So yeah, come and join me on Instagram. Lily Celeste and yeah I'm always in my DMs as well so if any of your listeners have any questions about what I've talked about or even just want to say hey um yeah that's cool okay thank you so much for being here I appreciate it thank you